When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Well, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the ACHA Power Play on this uh, March the 29th, 2023. Wow. The 2023 National Tournament is in the books. It was a wildly successful tournament, I may add. All five divisions in uh, one location out in Boston, Massachusetts, Marlboro, to be exact. And uh, we crowned some brand new national champions. We'll go through the list of them. We've got... uh, New champions in men's division one, men's division three, men's division two, women's division two. We only have one repeat champion, of course. That's Liberty in women's division one. They got one for the thumb this year. So we will uh, go through all those. But we're excited to bring in right now the uh, head coach of the new men's ACHA division one champions. And that, of course, is uh, Wyatt Wasilenchuk. Wyatt, thanks for taking time out tonight to be with us. How are you? Oh, doing good, Lou. I'll uh, have to apologize first and foremost. I'm, uh, as you can see, doing this from my car. We've uh, had a pretty busy week here and uh, have a couple of uh, functions that uh, the team's teams uh, visiting tonight. So I uh, I apologize for my uh, my whereabouts. <laughs> hey, I'm just I'm thrilled that you're taking time out to be with us. Uh, first of all, I got to say congratulations. Um, but I have to also say. <laughs> It doesn't come easy, does it? No, I mean, <laughs> I, love, I love those boys like, like my own children, but boy, oh boy, did they sure make it tough on me this uh, past week. So, you know, and, and in the same breath, I think that makes it that much sweeter. It was uh, such a grind from day one, and oh. uh, I just couldn't be more proud of the guys. Well, I want to – you've probably already listened to it or watched it, but I want to give you a couple of highlights here. Here's the Indiana Tech, uh, the closing parts of that overtime game. Oh, scored yep. over on the far side, played over there by Hamilton. Now played on the near corner, far corner, they'll chop at it. Eight minutes to go in overtime, played over on the far side. They have an opportunity now, Minot State, an open net, and he scores! Minot State survives! And the game-winning goal scored by Troy Hamilton. 12 minutes and 8 seconds into overtime. And Minot State will advance to the final four with a four and a three victory. Again, time of the goal, 12 minutes and 8 
You know, it's funny is uh, you won your first game and you know uh, rather convincingly, and then you got a, a heart stopper against Indiana Tech, a, yeah. a scrappy team. Uh, Talk a little bit about that, if you would. You know, going from such a a different type of a landscape, a, a game that was relatively, you know, I don't want to say easy, but easier on maybe your mental side, and then an overtime game like that. Well, first of all, how about that call on the goal? I mean, that was uh, yeah, pretty darn darn legendary. You did a really really good job for us this past week. I just wanted to let you thank know you, that, Lou. But thank you. Um, you know what? It was, uh, it was, that was probably the best thing for us. And I'll be honest in saying that. Um, and I know that every coach says that, right. The, the old yeah. cliche, you gotta, you know, battle through some of that stuff and, you know, losses are, are good for us sometimes, but, um, I think that was the best thing for us. And, and I think in, in a sense of, I thought that we really, really outplayed Indiana tech that night. I mean, the shots mm-hmm. are indicative of that. Um, but we stuck with it and we earned it and we grinded through and, um, you know, I, I, I do. I mean, now when I say, I think that we, we did that the right way, we earned it. And you know what, you ran into a hot goalie that day against Indiana tech, all the credit to him. And, um, in the same breath, man, they sure played, played a hard game against us. And it seemed like any opportunity that they had, they put, put pucks in the net and made it really tough on us. So, yeah. um, it was certainly transitioning from that, that game one against still, you know what, I, I, I do think that that, Michigan Dearborn game was a little closer than the score showed, but um, you know, certainly heading into game two after winning eight, nothing as a coaching staff, you're always a little weary because you know, what kind of, what kind of team's going to show up? Are we going to, you know, be a little too overconfident and uh, you know, luckily, luckily we were able to still work hard and and do things the right way. And uh, you know, I do feel like the, the right team won that night, you know, and, and that's not to, be arrogant about it or anything no. like that. I do, I, I, I do feel like we earned it that night. And uh, luckily, Troy found the back of the net there against, a, you know, just a phenomenal goaltender there. You know, it's funny. I saw something in you guys, and also in uh, Michigan. Uh, you know, we're going to have Cal Stripling come on uh, in about a half hour at the bottom of the hour. It was a confident look that you know i know what happened to to you guys last year you had that determination look i could see it in the players the way Mm -hmm. that you carried yourselves it wasn't it wasn't anything you know over the top it wasn't arrogant by any stretch but you had that look i know you guys were there to enjoy the time but Mm -hmm. i just i saw just a different kind of a vibe out of you guys just not you know watching it from afar you know being a not really near you guys for your preparation but seeing you on the ice afterwards Mm -hmm. it just I don't know it it just I could tell you after the heartbreak you had you you just you were super focused come you know and that I I have to compliment your you and your team on that well you know what it's uh it's funny you bring that up because Davis Sheldon our captain and Carter Barley Connor Navarro and Drew Carter that was our mo you've always got a little bit of a slogan or a saying or a quote and it was confidence, not arrogance. And mm-hmm. um, you know what, Lou? I'll be honest. There's not a lot of teams out there that like us. It's just the yeah. way it is, right? We, you know, we're pretty darn successful year after year. And the, the you know, Adrian would say the same thing, and Ohio would mm-hmm. say the same thing, and mm-hmm. you know, a couple other programs. And and when you're kind of at the top of the heap, there's there's not a lot of teams that like you. And um, I think that that's kind of not last year that we got overconfident, but 
you know, you're you're in that two spot behind Lindenwood and you kind of think you're you're going to just get through the first game, certainly. And, and you know, probably be in that final four. And um, I think that was our approach this year was just being as much as as, uh, you know, people may not believe it, just being humble in everything that we did. And and that came from our leaders that came from our captains. And uh, even heading into that third period of the national championship game, it was just business as usual. Like it was, it was oddly calm, oddly just collective as a group. Um, and I'll tell you, Lou, like I was never at any point in that tournament, believe it or not. And I am a very, very nervous coach. It might not look <laughs> like it. I was never never nervous for for any moment of time during that tournament and i mean that i i truly mean that um because i knew i knew that these guys were going to get it done and i knew yeah. what it meant to them and when we lost that game last year those same guys my fifth year guys landon cochran drew carter davis sheldon connor navrat um i had a text within 24 hours saying i'm coming back for a fifth year wow. and those are kids that didn't need to those yeah. are kids that you know pay their own way to go through their grad programs this year and and their um, teaching teaching practicums and said we're coming back next year and we're going to win i'm not kidding you i could show you those texts from those those four guys and I believe uh, you. and they did it and they did it it was incredible i'm telling i can't tell you how many people lou in the last week that i've said i didn't do anything at that national tournament as a coach i stood there i crossed my arms as i always do and i let the boys do what they do and uh <laughs> And it was it was it just about brings tears to my eyes because those boys mean just so so darn much to me. And um, 26 years of Beaver hockey, it's the first first class of uh, those four young men that that are going to go home with two rings as a player. That's a beauty. That's awesome. You know, and I want to you know again, you had another uh, heart stopping finish against Liberty, but I want to get to the championship game. And first of all, uh, Wyatt, you put. 50 some shots up, I think 60 some in the second, you know, in that second overtime game. Yeah, and then both yeah. teams combined for 34 in that third game or in the championship game. And yeah, um, I, you know, I know it's not nerves that that's, it's just, I was impressed of how you could adapt. How, that's to me, number one, that's a testament of both teams. You know, you and Gary both put two um, wonderful teams out on the ice. But what a yeah. what a change, eh? Um, did you have to make any kind of adjustment at all? Like, say, after the first period, or uh, you know, even when you got the one nothing lead there, it just just a kind of a different type, different vibe. It was a fun game to watch, but a different game, you know? Yeah. Well, obviously for both, you know, and and obviously I'm not to take anything away from our guys. We're certainly probably not as as skilled if you will as a team like adrian that man i bet uh, i think they scored 60 more goals than us this year in about the same amount of games and um that's my coaching staff um completely we had a plan in place that we were we were going to run a, a very very different four check um i mean we look probably a lot more like the 2000 new jersey devils than anything um, because we knew, we knew that, that we had to slow that team down through the neutral zone. We knew that we were going to have to back off and we weren't going to get into a run and gun game with them because their top two lines are, are as good as I've ever seen at this level. And so, um, we had to slow them down. We had to force bad dumps all night, which is exactly what we did. And, 
you know, luckily we, we, we stuck to our plan, but I mean, our, our, if you were to watch our, our game one, four check and, and systems versus our game four, four check and systems, I mean, we look like a completely different team. So, um, but we practiced that we, we, we did that all season long in practice and in games and, um, our guys were ready to, to adapt to whatever we asked of them. And so it was, it was certainly a different one, but you know what? That was the only way, Lou, that we were going to beat that team yeah. was to really, really slow them down and change up everything. And you know what? I think that not to toot, toot our coaching staff's horn at all because it, it's not down to us. It's down to our players executing. Um, but we, it would have been tough to do video on our team because the way we played in game four compared to games one through three was just a completely different team. And um, in the same breath, I mean, you can't teach – three guys in shot lanes at any given time. I mean, our guys would have blocked shots with no, no cage on, you know, it was, it was yeah. that kind of night um, <laughs> to hold a team like Adrian to 19 shots was, uh, you know, uh, yeah. nothing short of a, of a miracle. And then, uh, you know, they still had six, seven grade A opportunities, I think was on our shot sheet at the end of the game. And Jake Anthony just stood tall to the task and I just wow. couldn't be more happy for him and, and, uh, and what the guys put into that final game. Jake played a a heck of a tournament, you know, just, you know, he, I, he was so, you know, and I always marvel at goaltending, especially in overtime. And in that championship game, like you said, he played, and you know, I'm not going to take away from anything from uh, any of the other players, because I, I look at your, your, your sheet from the regular season on into the tournament. You got why you guys had so many different contributors, you know, uh, know. and and just again, you know, that's why you're champions when you can count on so many different guys that contribute, man. It's amazing. I've been a part of this now, Lou, for 12 years. And, you know, whether it was as a player, an assistant coach, a head coach now, and I, I, I can't tell you how many times this year I said it's our depth. It is our yeah. depth. And yeah. I am not kidding you. Every line started a, a game for us and played that top line. And, and I rolled lines, Lou, for four straight games. I mean, there was not a, a double shift out of anybody. And, and I mean that. And, and when you're like, that's unheard of, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and when I look over and Gary's, you know, rotating two lines, I mean, that, that's no, absolutely no slight at them. But when we have the ability to put any line on the ice at any given time and any center that's going to win a draw, I mean, you, it's just a matter of time, right? Where yeah. before you wear teams yeah. down. And so, and it's the same thing on my back end. I mean, I dress seven D every game and all seven had a regular shift. We cut down a little bit in the final game to, to five D, but, um, uh, I didn't cut my bench down once this year. Like, I'm not kidding you. I had an easy job, Lou. I just, okay, whoever that's started, great. like, it's crazy. And I, I mean that I can't, I can't take just about any credit for anything our guys did. We rolled lines. Uh, we stuck to what we, what we, uh, what we instilled in the guys from day one and they did the rest. It was, uh, uh it's such wow. a proud moment for me just because these guys, they all had a hand in it. They all had a big part in it. Um, you know, we didn't rely on one guy, like you said, these guys just worked so damn hard all year. And it was just yeah. like, it's hard for me to even, even talk about Lou. It was, uh, it was the semifinal game and these guys will tell you and they won't ever let me live it down. But man, I bawled like a baby just cause I was so darn proud of them after that overtime win. And, and Davis, our captain said, we're going to do it. We're going to do it for you. And, uh, 
and these guys showed up for me and and their program and for the brothers next to them and hey yeah. that's what it's all about that's what it's all about well humor me i want to play the uh peyton turnage's call via thanks to hockey tv real quick yeah. and julio face off barley fighting for it puck comes free barley from a sharp angle lays it in behind carter just trying to kill the clock 20 seconds bulldogs digging away on him it's down to 15 Moved on to Julio. Puck comes free and moved back up. And here come the Bulldogs for one last rush. Sebastian Smith trying to gain the line. He's bodied up. Five seconds to go. Shot around the boards by Kadoff. Back at center. And in 2023, it's sweet redemption. The Minot State Beavers are ACHA National Champions. You know, it's funny. You mentioned how you were crying. And I, I don't know any of the kids, right? And I watched yeah. these. I watched these championship games, the semifinals, and my eyes well up. I'm an old softy. Yeah. That's one of the I reasons getcha. why I do this every year. You know, I'd yeah. lo- I don't have a. I don't have a stake in the games at all, and I love it. So, you know, I get where you're coming from, Wyatt. So now, here's the next question: How long did you get to celebrate before you start looking at the 2023-24? Lou, I've been on uh, probably six Facetimes. No less than six or maybe eight FaceTimes with uh, with some pretty darn quality players that are wanting yeah. to be a part of it. So, you know, winning uh, – kids want to be a part of a winning program, and uh, we're going to have some big, big shoes to fill. Um, we're going to lose seven for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had nine, nine seniors. It sounds like two will definitely be staying for a fifth year, and they're, you know, very, very big pieces of our puzzle. Um, but, I mean, seven is a lot, and um, – like I said, those four fifth-year guys, I mean, you could never replace guys like that. Yeah. The leadership and everything that they've done for us. But it's just so, so, so rewarding. And I had this conversation with someone yesterday. And, you know, you saw uh, one of the Adrian guys, um, Connor Smith, there signed a, a professional deal today. Mm-hmm. And a couple of our – well, we're, we're lucky enough to have eight of our guys going off to Romania and play now. And Yeah, um, yeah. You know, Maybe maybe one of our seniors will, or two of our seniors will go and play a little semi-pro next year, but that's a tough thing to be in that locker room, win or lose, and know that for the most part, um, this is probably the last game that these seniors are going to play, a competitive game. Yeah, um, right. So it's just it's just so darn special to share it with those guys and, uh, you know, just to earn it in the way that they did is – just remarkable. Um, we've got such a darn good group of kids here, just hard work and blue collar. Like we talked about the last time, right. It's, uh, mm-hmm. who's driving the, uh, the biggest beater and you know, those are the kids we want to talk to. And, uh, it, it just couldn't have been in any more beaver hockey fashion. We, we say that word a lot, right? Like we're playing mm-hmm. beaver hockey and that means just gritty and you're blocking everything and doing anything for the team. And I mean, it just couldn't have been more perfect in the way that the guys, uh, got it done for us this year so what what is your uh what's your schedule now now that the offseason that technically the well, offseason has started what yeah. what what does Wyatt do for the summer the spring and summer before uh practice well, I was on the ice, I was on I was on the ice with our North American League team this morning so we're pushing for the playoffs with the Toros nice. um nice. we got six games left there so I'll be kind of shifting my gears over there and hoping out helping out Cody and Kyle a little bit more um and i'm gearing up for camps i'm gonna be on the road i do do my goalie camps i'll be on the road for nine weeks this summer which is uh pretty crazy all of july and august so that's kind of my 
my main baby during the summer and uh, hopefully a little bit of golf. That's kind of, I get about, uh, about 60 days there where I get to golf and uh, I'll be honest, I'll probably play about 75 rounds. Well, <laughs> play one for me because uh, unfortunately I, I have to go under the knife in three weeks. Oh, shoot. For, uh, what do you got going I have, uh, I got to get my calf muscle strengthened or lengthened, I mean, and bone spurs and oh, my Achilles is a little strained. Um, and my right foot, I can't even drive for two months. So I got to be ready oh, to go for football season broadcasting and hockey in the fall. So yeah, no wow. golf this summer for me. So hit around sure. for me, will you? I, so I certainly will, Lou. I, uh, can't tell you how much I appreciate everything that you do for us. It's, uh, yeah. It's pretty darn special. I was ta- I was talking to David with the hockey house a little bit earlier and, you know, yourself tonight. And it's just so darn cool for these young men and women to have the coverage that they are at the ACHA level. And um, even you taking your time out of uh, or taking the time out of your busy day today to host a show like this and talk to someone like me means a lot, Lou. So I uh, I can't thank you enough. And then obviously putting all the hours in at the in the broadcast booth this uh, past week. That must have been a long, long week for you. So thank you so much for everything. All right. Hey, Wyatt, thank you for coming on today. I know you got a lot going on. Um, yeah. yeah, congratulations again. Enjoy it, you know, and then uh, go get them next year. We'll uh, touch base with you um, in the fall around September and get you back on to gear up. Uh, as now the target's going to be on your back. You're going to be the hunted and not the hunter. So, again, congrats yes, and thanks for coming on. And hey, you know what? I'm not going to forget about that uh, that little deal that you had to come up to North Dakota to watch us play Mary. I think we'll have about eight eight weekends against them. So we'll, uh, yeah. we'll have to find you a hotel and get you up here. Well, you know what's funny is I was talking, before I let you go, I was talking to my wife. I said, now that I'm going to be on the shelf this summer, I got an extra yeah. week of vacation I got to use up in the fall. So there's an idea. Hey, bring, her, bring her to Minot, North Dakota in December. What could be better? <laughs> Right on. I'll tell her that. Thanks, Wyatt. Go get him this summer again. Thank you. Thank you, Lou. You take care. All right. All right. You too, buddy. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. All right. Uh, Wyatt Wasselunchuk, the head coach of the victorious national champion Minot State Beavers. What a run they had in the tournament. They uh, were, they had a, a, a convincing victory over U of M Dearborn to start off their run in the national tournament. Then, but then things, as we said, got tougher An overtime win over uh, Indiana tech four to three. Um, They didn't, they weren't behind in that game, but uh, you know, they would get up by one goal is back and forth tied one, one, two, two, three, three. And then of course the uh, semifinal win and overtime win three to two over Liberty. And then that one, nothing game over, uh, um, Adrian College, and so Minot is the national champions in men's uh, Division One. Still to join us here shortly, we're going to uh, bring in our next guest, the head coach of the victorious men's uh, Division Three national championships, and that, of course, is the University of Michigan and Cal Stripling. But first, this word for uh, Mahler Bros Golf. You know, I was just talking about how I was hoping to get on the golf course, but um, unfortunately... Uh, I'm going to be on the disabled list for a good portion of the summer, but I might be able to get around in around Labor Day. That's my goal. Maybe August 15th. We'll see how the uh, recovery goes. But when I get out there, I'm going to be feeling good, both my foot and how I look. And that's because I'm going to take up Mahler Bros Golf. They've got polos that are going to make you look good and feel good. 
The only thing they can't do is improve your golf game. That's on you. But they've got lightweight and stretching material that hugs your body. Their polos are guaranteed to make you look better, as I said, on a hot summer day on the golf course. Mahler Bros Golf has a large catalog of polos with designs for those that want loud designs, maybe, or maybe more like me, a little more conservative. And they also have fun T-shirts, mm-hmm. uh, tumblers, hats, so much more to make your golfing experience better. Make sure when you go to MahlerBrosGolf.com, use the promo code BellyUp, all one word, and you get 15% off. That's MahlerBrothers.com, MahlerBros.com, M-A-H-L-E-R-B-O-R-S.com. Use the promo code BellyUp for 15% off and uh you know and you'll you'll get yourself looking good on the golf course i promise you that so all right without any further ado let's bring in the head coach of the men's acha national champions that being the university of michigan and that's also the national coach of the year cal stripling cal thanks again for taking time out tonight to be with us how are you I'm doing great, Lou. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, I'm glad the the first one went so well that I got an invite back. You know, that's oh. good. No, hey, <laughs> anytime you're, you, you've got uh, carte blanche to come on here, Cal, man. I always have fun talking with you. Hey, first off, I know coach speaking everything, but congratulations on getting uh, National Coach of the Year. That's going to make you feel good. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I think for this program, it was kind of a long time coming for one of the coaches to do it. I think uh, Jason Bart- Bartek's probably a little yeah. upset that it was me over him. But <laughs> I, I mean, like the way that this program's been running for the past five years, like it, I think it was truly just a matter of time. And like that's that's not tooting my own horn. It's just like the the system that we've had in place for the past five years and mm-hmm. the the talent we get on the team, you know, it's just, it's just a matter of time. And I'm glad this year was a year. It felt good. You know, it's funny. I, I, we had a chance to, uh, I had a chance to watch you in the, um, or I broadcasted your game in the semis of the Vezina cup tournament. And, you know, you, you beat grand Valley in a heart stopper. And then of course, oh, yeah. uh, you know, the game against hope didn't go your way, but, you and I talked briefly, and you said you were really you, you felt really good about going into the national tournament, and it looked your players looked like it too. Yeah, I, I mean, like you said, you know, we get two good warm up games in Grand Valley and Hope right before we get out there. Like we're we're playing the best of the MCHC, and you know, whenever you're going in playing against talent, you're just gonna be ready for it. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, it didn't really work out all that well. I thought our our first game at the tournament was a little slow, but. Oof. You know, it's another MCHC team, and they're just – they're always hard to beat. Well, so. you know, Cal, it's funny is I was telling people that, you know, I called your pool the pool of death. Oh, yeah. There's one every year in D3. You know that. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, look at what you had in your pool. Oakland, you know, they had the pedigree, uh, Gulf Coast, uh, and then, of course, Arkansas. You had yeah. to have been shaking your head at first. Something. You just couldn't get – you couldn't get away from Arkansas and, you know, wow, you, you guys went through that unscathed, but man, it was tough. Oh yeah, absolutely. H- hard to say it was unscathed. Honestly, I-, I think out of those three games, Arkansas was, was the best that we played. And then the other two were pretty much nail biters till middle of the third <laughs> period. And then we kind of yeah. pulled away, got back to our game and yeah, made it a little bit better, but oh yeah, it was a tough pool for sure. You know, 
I want to go back and ask you or tell you, tell you, I, I was telling Wyatt Wasilenchuk from my Minot state earlier. I watched the way you guys were handling yourself off and on the ice. And I watched them and, you know, we both know the story, you guys coming into this year, tough losses. I mean, yours was in the title game. Theirs was in the opening round. I just saw this, this focus of both your teams that I didn't really see in the other one, anybody else that, you know, it wasn't, it was an air of confidence, not arrogance, but confidence, but you, you were having fun, but I just saw it in you guys that there was just that extra determination. Oh yeah. Our, uh, our goalie coach, Andrew Halliburton, every, before, like every game we get off the bus, he's like business trip guys. It's a business trip where we're here to take care of our, our business. And um, yeah, that's, that's how our guys kind of viewed it. And I, I always said from the beginning of this year that this is our year, right? Like we, yeah. we have the talent for it. We have the team. Um, we have the system and just like full belief throughout the year that this was a team to get it done. And yeah, I'm, I'm glad that these guys pulled through is yeah, great group of guys and going to miss uh, the nine seniors that we're missing next wow. year. So that's uh, tough turnaround. We're joined by Cal Stripling, the head coach, University of Michigan uh, men's division three head coach, national champions. Uh, we'll get into the championship game here in a little bit. Um, like I said, you said you, you guys played really good against Arkansas. I watched the replay of that, a good portion of that. And, you know, coming after that game, that had to make you feel real good going into that semifinal. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, we did feel good. You know, we, we played our best game of the year, I think, against Arkansas. Um, but then, you know, we have another hard opponent, Grand Valley, and they, they did not let us let us get away easy. It was another nail biter that – we had to wait till you know our third third period to really open up and start getting our game going. But yeah, we we stuck with it and all, all credit to Grand Valley. They they played us tough and honestly, it could have gone either way. But you know, having Anthony Remick in that like just yeah. just made everything a little bit easier. It gave us a little bit of cushion every game. Well, I got to tell you full disclosure. Um, I got you know I I went there to watch that game right and. It's nothing, nothing after two periods. And of course I had to take a walk for reasons. Well, we'll just let you can figure it out. And I come back and it's two one and I'm like, oh, yeah. oh, got it. But <laughs> I want to, here's, here's what I could get for you to listen to. Here was the go ahead goal against uh, grand Valley. Face off one to chief. Shot block. Second effort. Are you kidding me? A Wolverine strike in. Trevor Kalis. Bites the lamp. You know, it, it, God, it it's funny it. as you guys scoreless after two periods and then you get three goals between the two teams in what, less than a minute? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think it was, how intense was that, eh? Yeah, 30 seconds, I'm pretty sure. Even <laughs> even less, three goals. Yeah. I, I mean, just absolutely crazy. It's just kind of how hockey is. You know, every yeah. every second's important. Every shift is important. Um, but yeah, Trevor, Trevor with two game winners against Grand Valley on the year, got the, the OT winner in MCHC. He was just a very clutch player for us. And yeah, I'm glad he, glad he came up big in those games. Very glad. So, um, you win that one. How much sleep did you get the night before the hope game? Oh man, not, not a whole lot, maybe four <laughs> or five hours or something. Yeah. Wow. We, 
Yeah, we watched so we watched our game against Grand Valley, watched all all of Hope's games, just yeah. kind of went over everything and yeah, I mean, me, Greg Pine, Nick Gowell, the the three coaches that we had there at the rink, um yeah, we just kind of hungered down and figured out a game plan against these guys and yeah, we we came out hot and we looked good and yeah, it's just mm. what we needed. You did. And so you get into the championship game. You're up four to one after two periods. And then uh, this right here happened to give you even a little better cushion. Save made by Schick on the rebound. And they score. No, yes, it did. They score. He initially waved it off, but the ref points in the back of the net. It's 5-1. Well, that goal made it 5-1. But I got to ask you, you know, when it was 5-3 and they waved that goal off, to make it, it could have been five four there towards the end. I was standing there in that end of the ice, but I didn't see what happened. Did did you get any kind of explanation when you know you guys? I think they were six on five then when it was five three, because um, originally it looked like the goal was in. Did they to make it five four? Did, so did I'm that, sure I'm sure Chris got the better explanation on the uh, the whole bench, but I I thought that the play was blown dead and i'm assuming that's what they they stuck with and yeah yeah i think that was the right call it was just a little nightmare in front and it's it's tough for refs to really see the puck there and you gotta kind of gotta go with your gut there and yeah it's just yeah i, I don't know how it would have handled a 5-4 game in that situation that, that would have been well, tough for sure. i don't know either it's <laughs> funny is you know and but I, I thought i heard the whistle so i mean i you know, it, it's easy for me to sit up there, you know, behind the goal because I was over on that corner, you know, to say that. But, sure. but you know, you're up 5-1 and it's 5-3. You know, your heart's got to be right in, your, right in your throat by then, isn't it? In those last Absolutely. minutes. Yeah, without a doubt. I, I think they scored with like four minutes left to yeah. make it 5-3. And I'm yeah. just like... Uh, not not another one of these games against Hope where they just have a, an incredible comeback and yeah just just tarnish our season. But yeah, the the guys stayed strong, stayed focused. Um, just kind of made it hard for them to score. Really clogged up the lanes, started blocking shots, diving to get pucks out of our zone. Just just kind of whatever it took, what whatever it took. And um, I think that's just how we played the whole game. Like, yeah. Yeah, we we came into the game like desperate to to win a national championship, and I think that desperation showed in our game. Like, we, everyone was yeah. flying out there, um, you know, getting down to block shots, block passes, good two on one play by Michael North. I think in the the first period, like just yeah. just small things that make a huge difference, and I think everybody was willing to do the small things this tournament. Well, let's take you back. I'm sure you heard it a million times, but I want to play it one more time. Let's listen to the last seconds of your uh, in that victory. Michigan just needs to hang on. Face off one down the ice. It's slow enough. It's going towards the cage. Will it have enough? No icing. Ten seconds left. Michigan has slain the dragon. They have beaten hope, and for the first time. They have won a national championship. Yeah, let's thank uh, um, Tyler Cool on the call of that one via hockey TV. And, you know, I know you've been asked this, but take me through your emotions when you see triple zeros. Oh, I mean, 
yeah, it's just the whole year, what we we're working for, fighting for, it, it just all paid off in that moment. You know, it yeah. was is pure elation, like uh, Greg Pine, Nick Gowell right next to me. Obviously, ne neither had won a national championship with this team. And, like, it, it just felt amazing to get over that hump. Like, we were we were so due, you know, mm -hmm. at, at, like, past, what, four years, we went yeah. to the top four, went to the semis every time. Like, the program was due. And to to be the team that got over the hump, it just it felt amazing. Like, I, I think, yeah, I'm still getting – still shivering over here again, goosebumps thinking about it. It was just yeah, an, an amazing experience that I just, I won't ever forget for sure. Well, you know, and it's funny, again, I was talking to Wyatt about it and, you know, he said he, the tears were flowing and, you know, these are the moments, just those watching you guys, everybody that won is why I do this. Cause I, I get shivers. I get tears. My eyes well up and I don't have, like I told him, I don't have a stake in the game. You know, I just love to watch it. And, to see the emotions and wow, it, it, it was fantastic. And, you know, we, you and I talked about this and I think I've talked to every coach in Michigan. It's just, again, my hats off to not only you guys, but hope grand Valley Lawrence tech and all the teams from the MCHC that made it to the tournament. But again, the final four, all Michigan schools and yep. uh, what a statement that you guys made. Oh Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. It's just, it's good hockey up here. Uh, we, we can't get away from it. Um, yep. but you know, we, we play a full season against good hockey teams and, um, it's just some teams you, you keep building off of it, keep building, getting better and better. And I, I thought our, our guys, our young guys really stepped up, like grew every game and our, our captains, our senior leaders, just every game, more involvement on the bench, more, just effort on the ice, just everything went perfect this year. Like, yeah, I couldn't have asked for a better group of guys. So um, how long after the game before you started on the recruiting trail? <laughs> I think uh, I think the next 24 hours afterwards, we probably yeah. got like 20 outreaches for, for recruiting for next year, wow. um, which is just way out of the ordinary. You know, it's, <laughs> it's pretty light, especially uh, around March, April. Um, yeah. Mostly it's uh, August when it starts picking up. But yeah, there's uh, a lot of interest. And I think my job next year for recruiting should be fairly simple with a national championship now. I can remember when... Um... Uh, when Jordan Promota won with Aquinas in 2017, I asked him that. I said, uh, he said, Lou, my phone started ringing two hours after the game when they were on the bus on the way back from Columbus to Grand Rapids. And it, it, but he enjoyed the win. So, yeah. um, what, what, what are you doing, Cal, now in the summer? What's your schedule look like before this? I mean, I know recruiting happens and all that, but what do you do now in the summertime until, uh, fall practice starts back up uh now i'm now i'm back to the normal life you know i had yeah. to catch up from work had a, a nice week off felt good uh to get a little break there but yeah yeah back working back trying to uh enjoy some sun if we if we get a little bit more here in michigan we'll, yeah. we'll see um but yeah just gonna enjoy the summer here and uh yeah. works work will uh start back up around august for the hockey team well Cal, again, congratulations. One hell of a run for you guys this year. Um, and it, it, it was such a joy to not only watch you guys, but I tell everybody, you got to watch the quality of hockey in these national tournaments. And oh, yeah. 
everybody put on such a wonderful show. Um, it, it was it was intense, and you know, at all the levels. And I, you know, I mean, look at look at what happened in uh, you know at in your division. I mean, have you ever heard of a team that's up a goal that has to pull a goalie in order to try to get in? That being Notre Dame, it was yeah. it, it was so it was weird to watch. It is weird. Yeah, it's I, I, all the the tie breaking rules are they're weird, but you know it, yeah. it leads to to forms of hockey that you'll never see, like pulling the goalie with a, a goal lead. But yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it, it's great to be out there. Every national championship tournament we've been to has has been a great experience for the guys, for the coaches, for everybody. Um, and I really just can't say enough about the ACHA. They they put on a great show out there. Um, you know, now we're getting coverage with the hockey house pod. Obviously yeah. you're out there covering everything. Like it, it's, it's really great. I've just the growth that I've seen from when I was a player to right now, it, it's incredible to see and, you know, getting these guys under the spotlight, I, I think it's, it's good for them and yeah, it gets them a little more motivated. I, I think so. It's well, great. Now you're like Ric Flair to be the man. You got to beat the man. So now you're the man. But that also with that, you're now the hunted instead of the hunters. So enjoy that. It's going to be a new feeling for you. But I know it's one you don't mind embracing. Not at all. Yeah. Looking (laughs) forward to that one. It'll it'll be a new challenge for us. But yeah, we're we're excited to take it on. Would rather be on on this side for sure. Cal, thanks for taking time out tonight to be with us. I really, truly enjoyed it. It's always fun catching up with you. Enjoy your summer and uh, look forward to talking with you. We'll uh, get in touch with you in September when we start the podcast up and uh, we'll see what you got going on there in September. And again, congratulations on uh, winning the championship. Uh, Well-deserved and uh, enjoy your summer. Thank you, Lou. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for having me on again. Anytime you want me, I'm here. I I love the show. Love what you do for the sport. Thank you very much. You bet. All right. Thanks, Cal. Cal Stripling, the head coach of the uh, University of Michigan. They are the D3 national champions. And uh, I don't know, I got a feeling they're not going very far because, uh, again, we talked about it with the uh, Division Three stranglehold that the Michigan Collegiate Hockey Conference has. Um, they're going to be tough to beat next year between them and Hope and Grand Valley, Saginaw Valley, you name it. But again, congratulations to Cal and his Michigan Wolverines as they are indeed the national champions. So again, you are watching the ACHA power play live here on the captain Lou sports network on YouTube. We are powered up by belly up sports, by the way. And uh, we've uh, got a lot of great stuff going on with the network. We got a lot of previews coming up with the draft with the baseball starting tomorrow. Uh, It's hard to believe major league baseball is going to be starting back up, but we've got the NHL with Stanley cup, the uh, NBA playoffs around the corner. And, of course, Final Four coming up this weekend in the NCAAs with all the uh, surprises there. So check us out on our website, bellyupsports.com. That's bellyupsports.com. And, of course, we've got that. Check out our lineup there, a complete lineup of all of our podcasts. We've got a lot of great people on there as well. And uh, also check out our articles. We've got a great assortment of writers. They do a wonderful job keeping us up to date on everything going on in the world of sports. We're going to um, tell you a little bit about who won in the other divisions and uh, preview our next week's show. We're going to have one more ACHA Power Play podcast for the season. We're going to wrap it up next week, and then uh, we'll take a break from that until 
uh, September. We usually do this, the ACHA power play portion from uh, right around the week after Labor Day until right up through a couple weeks after the national tournament. So gives, you know, give the, give them a chance to um, refresh a little bit, gives us a chance as well. But uh, before we get into those uh, championship results in the other divisions, again, I want to tell you something a little bit about uh, Mahler Bros Golf. You know, we all want to look good on the golf course. You know, so do I. And I really want to this year. But unfortunately, like I said, going to be uh, for me, I'm going to uh, I'm on the disabled list. I will be in about three weeks. But uh, when I, I'm still hoping to get on the golf course, maybe around Labor Day, maybe the end of August, uh, if uh, everything works out great. Mahler Bros Golf has polos that look good and feel good. And, uh, you know. Their lightweight and stretchy material will make you feel good on the golf course. Like I said, the only thing they won't do is improve your golf game. So when you're wearing these Mahler Bros tees or uh, polos on the course, make sure you're wearing them while you're practicing to get that golf game good. Because when you feel good, you play good. When you look good, you play good. So And there's no better way to look good than with a Mahler Bros, a Mahler Bros golf polo golf shirt. Also... They've got fun T-shirts, hats, tumblers, so much more to make your golfing experience better. And when you go to MahlerBros.com, that's M-A-H-L-E-R-B-R-O-S.com, use the promo code BELLYUP, all caps, one word, and you'll get 15% off your purchase. That's MahlerBros.com for all of your uh, apparel. You, you know They've got uh, loud designs, if that's your thing, or if you're more like me, a little bit more on the conservative side. That's uh, we've got that as well. That's Mahler Bros, M A H L E R B R O S dot com. And again, make sure you use the promo code belly up, all caps, one word, and you'll get 15% off. So it's that simple. If I can do it, you can do it. So, anyways, let's get back here. We got a few minutes left in the show tonight. Want to talk a little bit about some of the other divisions. We're gonna, we, like I said, we're gonna have one more show next week. Efforting to get a couple of more of the championship coaches on. Uh, UMass, uh, Coach DeFazio, uh, try to get uh, uh, um, Liberty's head coach uh, on again, uh, Chris Lowe, as they won one for the thumb, five straight for Liberty. I know Sioux College, I know Brittany's uh, going to be in Florida, so I know it might be a little difficult to get her on. But uh, anyways, what a great tournament. We talked about it. It just... Uh, the the matchups, the intrigue, the drama, uh, you know, the the women's Sioux College, they um, were able to complete an undefeated season with a big win over Northeastern, six to one. Northeastern with the probably one of the bigger upsets in all the tournament, beating Assiniboine in the semifinals. But congratulations to them for getting there. Sioux wins that one, six to one. Minot State, we talked about them. They played Liberty. And I thought if there was a team that might be able to end the run for the Liberty Flames, it might be the Lady uh, Minot State team, the D1. But Liberty was just a little too strong in the end. Three to two, the final score there in that one as uh, they were victorious. And then in uh, men's division two, it was UMass. They were a team of destiny. Uh, The way they played throughout the pool play in D2, getting off to such fast starts, seven goal leads, four or five goal leads, hanging on when they had to. And then in the semifinals playing St. Thomas, they got out to a quick 2 nothing lead. 
Then it got to three, two, and it, it was, uh, you know, again, coach DeFazio's team, congratulations to them. They won the national championship. there, playing against a gritty Iowa team. This Iowa team, they, you know, I, I talk a little bit about them real quick. You know, they were the ninth seed in their region going into the regional qualifying in D2. So they had to play three games to get there. And they did just that. They won all three were in the regionals for those last two spots at nationals. Mo most of the teams, the top six only have to play two games. They played three and uh, they were victorious in all of them. So they were the four seed going in and uh, like, and they won their bracket unscathed three and all beating Lindenwood, uh, you know, and the likes of them who were one of the favorites to get in. And so they took on an Indiana team who was the fourth seed in their pool. So two four seeds met in the semifinals, and uh, they put on probably one of the most heart-stopping games in the tournament, a double overtime game. And, uh, you know, it was just an amazing game. And so let's take a quick listen as uh, in order to get to the championship game against uh, UMass, they had to uh, go to double overtime. Reese went up against Cascatrain, and it was won by Indiana. They chop at it in deep in the Indiana zone. 150 left. The clock is running here in double overtime. They'll fight for it over now in behind the Indiana bench. They chop at it over there in the near corner. They fight for it now. Here it comes. Rodney with a chance up over the top of the goal in behind the net. Oh, it's loose. There's an opportunity. And he scores! C.J. Parise scores the game winner. 18-30 in the double overtime. And the Iowa Hawkeyes will survive and advance to the championship game against University of Massachusetts. Oh, what a game. What a finish. Wow. The Iowa Hawkeyes have advanced the final score 2-1. to one. You know, it's funny is talking with uh, head coach Wyatt Wasselenchuk of uh, Minot State and, of course, Cal Stripling of Michigan. You know, we talked about, you know, bringing tears to your eyes to watch your team win. And, uh, you know, how Wyatt, you know, admitted how he was crying after that semifinal win. I got the pleasure of calling, as you can probably tell, that double overtime thriller. That was probably, if not the most thrilling hockey game that I've ever, you know, call that I've ever had um, in all the sports I've been doing play-by-play -play off and on for 40 years. And it was probably one of the most thrilling calls that I've ever had. And, you know, it brought tears to my eyes just calling it. And like I said, I didn't have a dog in the fight. I didn't have a stake in it. You know, it, it's why I do those games and to make calls like that and to be able to see that the players, you know, it's tough seeing teams lose. And, you know, it really is, you know, if your heart aches for those teams and for Indiana to, to make it as far as they did as well. And for that Iowa team to get to the championship game, the, the, the long road they had to hoe to get to the championship game. You know, it was simply amazing. And uh, they had a chance to play UMass in that championship game. And UMass just jumped, again, jumped out to a quick lead. Uh, 58 seconds in, they got the goal. And then they got another one in the, you know, midway through the first period. And, you know, when 
you know, you play a team like UMass and you spot them a two nothing lead after one boy, that's just a, a Herculean task ahead of you. And it just, unfortunately for Iowa, it was not their day. So congratulations to UMass. They were the uh, D2 champions in the men's side. So again, it was great hockey over five days or six days, um, all in the same arena. Uh, just thrilled to be a part of it. And uh, again, already looking forward to next year, um, St. Louis in 2024 in um, the regular season again, come to the fall. And it uh, looks like I got a trip to make out to Minot, North Dakota. I, I, I'm excited for it. I'm going to, I'm going to mark it on my calendar for sure. So, well, Hey, that's going to do it here tonight for our program. want to thank uh, Wyatt Wasselinchuk, the head coach of Minot States men's division one, the Beavers, uh, their national champions. Again, a one, nothing win in the final over Adrian college. Uh, you know, hats off to Gary Astalis' team for, uh, again, another great run right to the championship game. But I want to thank Wyatt for taking time out of his busy schedule for coming on. And of course, uh, Cal Stripling, the head coach of the university of Michigan, the men's D three squad. They, uh, got the, they got over the hump. They were able to get that win over hope college. Uh, congratulations to, uh, Chris Van Timmeren and his uh, Hope Flying Dutchman. I know that's not the result they want. Um, they have set the bar there, um, you know, as far as expectation goes, that Hope, and I just have this sneaking suspicion that uh, Chris and his squad will be right back there in the hunt for another national championship again next year. They will, uh, the fire is lit. So for the teams that won, Congratulations. You're now the hunted instead of the hunters, except for uh, Liberty's women who, uh, you know, it seems like another Ric Flair uh, coin from back in the day. Diamonds are forever. And so is the Liberty women's hockey team as they're again on top of the mountain. So for these teams, congratulations, all the winners again, Minot State men's D1, uh, UMass, the Minutemen in D2, and uh, uh, Michigan in D3 for the men and on the women's side, Liberty and uh, Sioux College out of Sioux Canada at D2 for the women. So, again, well, that's going to do it for tonight. Join us next Wednesday, 7 o'clock. We will have our final ACHA Power Play podcast for the 2023 or 2022-23 season. Uh, Rasty McGibbon's going to join us next week. Looking forward to Rasty. Go to the ACHA, uh, their, their, uh, the ACHA YouTube channel. He's got all of the all these interviews that he's done with all the different players, the administrators, the coaches. He conducted, uh, gosh, I don't know, um, about ninety interviews, and he had a lot of great interviews on there, um, talking to, like I said, the players, administrators, game-winning goal scorers. Uh, C.J. Parisi had on right after that double overtime game winner against Indiana uh, from the Iowa Hawkeyes. Uh, a lot of the players from the championship teams. So check that out. That's ACHA YouTube channel. But Rasty's going to come on with us next Wednesday. He's going to talk a little bit about that and also preview their ACHA um, team that's going to be represented representing USA in uh, um, Romania coming up towards the end of April in the World Games. Um, there's going to be two teams, um, USA and Canada, both are going to be represented by ACHA players. So we'll talk to Rasty about that and hope to get a couple more coaches on. We'll try to effort uh, uh, the different coaches in uh, 
the ACHA that were victorious uh, in the national tournament. So join us then next Wednesday, 7 o'clock, right here on uh, the Captain Lou Sports Network, powered up by Belly Up Sports. That is uh, for another edition of the uh, ACHA Power Play. For uh, head coach Wyatt Wasilenchuk and uh, for Cal Stripling, and for you, the viewers, I want to thank you all for taking time out to be with us tonight. Captain Lou saying keep your heads up, keep your sticks down, and as always, keep your minds open. Good night, everybody. Enjoy your day. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy hockey. Enjoy everything. We'll see you next Wednesday right here on the ACHA Power Play on the Captain Lou Sports Network. So long. <laughs>